I have been a massive advocate for video for over 10 years now. And I think storytelling is the fastest way for people to get to know who you are. You kind of have to get a bit of your personality across. People want to know the people that they buy from now. Hi and welcome back to the Mindset and Marketing Podcast. My name is Matthew Toman and I am your co-host for today's show, joined by Sharon Kirkpatrick. Hello everybody. Hello. So again, just to remind you, the Mindset and Marketing Podcast is jargon-free information around everything mindset and everything marketing. Two of the most important things that I believe you need to master to achieve everything you want to in your life. Um, yeah, mindset and marketing it's two of the most important things so what's Cl the crack clues in the name guys it's in the name i know the clues in the name yeah very like on on the nose with that one um yeah. what is the um how have you been good yeah i'm finally over all the drastic terrible sickness you know so i'm happy about that i feel back no, no to normal coughing. again no no voice is normal weird. you know you look great thanks i think cut. it's i think it's the lights yeah i got my hair cut Trying to get the cliff yeah. back, so it's work in progress. No. Okay, I know every time I, you said the other day you were going to get your hair cut, and I was like, aren't you trying to grow it? I thought you were trying to grow your hair. <clears throat> no, it's around the sides, because then it just all gets a bit unmanageable. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you'll go I, that short again as you did before? No, I think I've, I've kind of done that now, you know. I was take, on with the client. Just, one off. I was on with the client just before this um, recording, and he was like, God, I love your hair. He's American. And he was like, um, I used to have my hair like that back in the day. <laughs> and oh I was my like, God, hilarious. <laughs> I was like, thank you. I think. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I think it was. But, so how's your but, week been? What have you been up to? Now I can actually ask you and I don't really know. I know. Well, the thing is, unfortunately for you and everybody else listening, not a lot because I was trying to get over, you know, all the drama of sickness. So Mostly what I've been spending my time doing is binging TV. Sorry to say, you shouldn't start your new year like that, but, you know, I had oh, to. Where do you hear what I watched yesterday? What? Like all day. So uh, on, my, on my house now, there's like, I haven't logged into all of my apps yet, you know, all of like Disney and, you know, all that stuff. So I'm watching this like free version of like, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's, you go onto like a channel. Do you know it was on like a full channel and I didn't watch it? Drew Barrymore's show like her talk show oh, and I was like yeah. oh my god I watched I watched like five minutes of it I couldn't even cope it's and then too I nice through. I end up what yeah far too nice well I went from to one extreme to the other I end up watching seriously back to back all day yesterday flecked on the sofa eating ice cream crap food like season seven married at first sight UK <laughs> like, it, so you it went was, back it was well it was just what was on so it just was rolling. And then the only reason why I stopped is because it actually got to a point where it went back to the first one that I'd seen that day. And I was like, okay, I've went too far. So I need to get, that, I need to get up and get out of here. This is so funny because we must be on like the same trajectory because, do you know, I never really watch reality shows. You know, I just watch um, crime, true crime documentaries. Mm -hmm. Pretty much it. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, because I had been ill... I kind of watched everything there was to watch. So there was nothing in my genre anymore to watch. And Netflix recommended this thing. It's like a reality show on Netflix called The Trust. And okay, I, I watched 
four episodes back to back and they're about an hour long. So that's four hours of crap that I just completely consumed. And I was raging because they, they, I watched the four that was available and it's not over yet, but they haven't released the rest yet. It's coming on Wednesday. So I'm like, so you're patiently waiting. I know. Well, I I had a great weekend. I actually went for dinner on Saturday with Simona and Dario. Oh, I've seen that. Guys used to work yeah. with us. Simona and Dario used to work in Bankhouse Media. They were like, like they. I started in, I opened Bankhouse Productions 2014, Bankhouse Media in 2018. And Simona started with me, like right at the start. I just had the office. It was only me and Daniel, Simona. And there was a few other freelancers and stuff there. And he got recommended to me by one of my videographers and then he came and he was just like and then he said oh can my friend Dario come and work for us he's a good graphic designer and I said yeah no worries that's cool and then he broke it to me about two months later that they were actually boyfriends I was like (laughs) oh my god how can I I can't I can't sack one of you now not that I wanted to to be honest with you they were great so they were there right from the start and and yeah, they're brilliant. They were asking about you, actually. They were asking about everybody and Daniel. And they, they know my mom and dad and everybody. They know everybody. So they over in LA for a bit as well then? Well, they have their visa here. So they've been here, I think, for a couple of years now. I've seen them the last time I was here. But the other day, I just happened to saw, say they were back and I replied to one of their stories. And they were like, you live beside here, right? And I was like, yeah. So I just jumped in the car and flew around. We end up sitting for hours, just having food and catching up about loads of things. And... Yeah, it's it's great to know they're just around the corner, you know. They must do what you do because I seen that they're originally from Italy, and I I seen that they mm-hmm. were back in Italy, so they must just go home for the holidays and that, and catch up, and then head back to the sunshine. They went home for twenty two days, and I don't think they'll ever do that again. Like you, it was too much. Well, I went for four months, for God's sake, you know. In the end, but um, us, but us yeah, poor people in Ireland, like you know, you can't get rid of us quick enough. I don't think I'll do like that length of time again. I'll probably do more shorter ones, you know. And have you Um, (laughs) have you settled into there's a call? Have you settled into um, the time difference in that now? Are you fully caught up? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm I'm feeling so much better. I've been going to bed at like ten o'clock and waking up at six thirty a.m. Eight and a half hours. That's good. Yeah, I said that to Daniel today. I was like, oh my God, I slept for like from, and he was like, what are you talking about? That's like, I do that every day. Like not that time, but that length of hours. And I'm like, I usually go to bed at like 12 and wake up at flipping six o'clock or quarter past six. Yeah, so you I'm never really, know when really you're going to call. Like, I know I'm really trying to get back into my, like long, I, I'm back wearing an eye mask again, which is great. Do you think that helps? I don't know if I could sleep with an eye oh. mask on. No, you, I'll send you a link to the one that I have. Daniel got me it. It's like, it feels like a massage. It's like silk cushioned. You know, <laughs> you though, if like it, uh, you Daniel put your head, good. you know, if you put your head in a pillow and then it starts scrunching up on your face and all? No, 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 nothing, nothing scrunching. This is silk. Like there's nothing scrunching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Definitely I actually nothing. sleep quite well on 90% of the time. So thankfully, yeah, you're, it's all you're good. good at that. If you have, um, yeah. if you scud at me, then we're, yeah. we're in trouble. I went and done Runyon Canyon as well, like a hike that I love to do. Um, but I'm telling you now, I went to the gym all last week and I'd done a really heavy leg day. But I couldn't get parking and I had to park at the bo- way down the bottom of the hill. So I had to walk like this to get to the bottom of the of the trail. 
And I swear to God, I got to the bottom of it and I was nearly going to go back. I was racked from walking up the hills to get to the actual, like, park to get to Runyon Canyon. I was absolutely racked. My See, legs are in bits. Belfast is all pretty flat. You know, you're not used to doing, yeah. like, inclines. It's like your, your legs needed, will like, the fuck. my hiking gear with me, you know. But then I end up going on anyway and it was brilliant. So I just, I love it so much, you know. So you basically chilled out, hiked, had some nice food this weekend? Went shopping, got loads of good food, had some nice sushi. Um, went like just, yeah, done all that. Um, nice. Chilled, met up with some people and um, yeah, had a, had a great weekend. Good, good. I, I went out on Saturday, right? Um, with friends and I met your mum and dad and that they were in the same bar because oh, yeah. Rachel was playing and I was home and in bed by half 12. What? Are you serious? Maybe this is a new me. I thought me. you would have brought everybody back to your house. No, your, your mum and dad were heading. They were out with Wilma and they were heading on. So I was no, like, I meant oh all goodness. your friends though. I meant all your friends. Oh, no, no, no. So I mean, I'm a changed woman. 2024. Yeah. No more late yep. nights. Well, I, I was trying to like, you know, it's funny here because I've got my computer propped up on. I ended up buying. So I'm still addicted to Prime. Um, but I did do a deep dive on some research on them and to find out, you know, are they that bad for you? Because I'm really enjoying taking them. It's only 10 calories in them. No sugar, like all loads of stuff. But I ended up buying 24 pack on Amazon. They got delivered yesterday. That's what I'm propping up my computer with here are, so that I keep you, my eye line sort of decent are you limiting yourself to one a day no oh yeah 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 sorry yes yes every time oh. I work out yeah like I wouldn't I, I can't take them before I can't take them if I don't work out or if I yeah. don't go into a hike or something like you it's it's not possible you have like the shakes there's well, 200 milligrams <clears throat> of caffeine in them and in a red bull is 80 well we said it so before like, like you don't drink and a half red bull back to back you don't drink, you don't smoke, you know, so prime can be yeah. your thing. Now, if you Googled, really if you Google like, hey, Google, is prime really that bad for you? You're going to get what you want to hear back. No, I watch YouTube videos and watch these doctors like talking about it. Serious? Yeah. Do it yourself. You can find anything. If anybody can find anything negative about them, send them to me because I do want to know, you know. Uh, I I'm, would, not, would, I'm not going to ruin the one the thing that you have. Yeah. We'll just let you have it. Well, that's, yeah, let, let's just see. So what is on the agenda today? Well, we're changing it up a bit because obviously last um, podcast we talked about New Year's resolutions mostly. Um, so we're just going to try and stick to one topic to keep them a bit shorter if we can because you probably can't be bothered listening to us for a full hour. We get that. We try to be interesting, mm. but we know that, you know, attention spans and all that. So, um. I thought we should talk about the power of video for your business. Okay. Um, and then kind of like just looking at some kind of trends for 2024, some of which people might be aware of and some that maybe they haven't really thought about. Yeah. Because well, look, video sells. So video is, is the best thing out there, you know, and my 2024, one of my 2024 resolutions is to really get on top of um like my youtube channel and like understand like what like get to know that platform way way more you know and um, we're getting like a few 
views now over a thousand views per podcast which we're delighted about um mm -hmm. and streams on spotify as well so look we use these videos across all our platforms really but this year is the first year as i was saying that we built everything and we want to get marketing it i have been a massive advocate for video for over 10 years now um and i think storytelling is the fastest way for people to get to know who you are long-form content being honest and open on video as much as you possibly can um even on these podcasts i feel like we talk about a lot more stuff than i would normally to be honest you know what i mean i'm i'm not as good really on my own personal social media as much now as what i used to be and i think this is a really good outlet because then i can get it all out in one go yeah that's the thing you know it's not just enough to go on and talk about a product or a service you kind of have to get a bit of your personality across people want to know the people that they buy from now you know and yes mm -hmm. copywriting is amazing at doing that you know and and conversion and or sorry con converting potential clients but nothing does it like video you know um like i think the most recent you know the stats are coming out what was it 78 percent of marketers um have said that video helps increase has helped increase their sales like if you look at any show show us a brand out there that's doing a great job and not using video it doesn't exist yeah like the, yeah. and unfortunately you know video takes a bit of confidence you know because a lot of the and time it takes confidence and it takes time to to be able to create these mm -hmm. things and it takes a wee bit of planning so um a lot of the time people maybe just push it to the side because they're not sure what to say they think maybe people don't want to hear what they have to say or they don't know how to create the video you know and then that kind of stops them from doing it but the power of 2024 and the last few years is that now more than ever, it doesn't have to be professionally shot content every time. You know, if it's going on your website, yes, obviously, you know, you want to, you want that to, to look top notch. But if you're conversing with clients or prospects through your social media channels, it doesn't have to be the most professionally created thing in the whole entire world anymore. You know, you get forgiven now, you're allowed to jump on on your phone and record a video talking to you it's it's not so much about the quality i mean obviously if it's you can't freaking see anything and you can't make out the what you're saying you know that's not going to fly but i mean <coughs> nowadays you can use your phone to engage and create this content um yourself we're, we're, sh and we're shooting these podcasts on our phones you know this is both that's on my, our phones mm -hmm. and you know there's there's so much there with like the apps like CapCut that can cut down and put captions on it. Um, there's no reason, there's no excuse for anybody not having video now. Like years ago, whenever I started, we would have for one video podcast. I can remember we used to charge three and a half grand to shoot a podcast, yeah. to shoot like a, a video, and and the client paid it because they understood the value in it. Um, and they used to do one, uh, they one done one every two weeks. Um, and they spent a lot of money with us at the time, but their business grew to a point where they were able to sell it for a lot of money. Um, because they used video for everything, used professional video, they used mobile phone video, they used all this different stuff. Um, and they were able to, to do that and have a very successful business that was able to scale and then sell. 
Um, and, you know, so anybody who's out there and saying, like, they can't use video right now, it's like, that's not an excuse anymore. You need to figure out what is really going on. You know, why do you not want to use video? What is actually going on with you that you won't put yourself in front of the camera? Or, you know, what are you afraid of? Or what have you got to lose? Or you're, people are always afraid of what people think. Like, I still get that very rarely, to be honest, in comparison to years well, ago. We like we still get it, you know, when we talk on the podcast and, you know, all of that, because mm. you, you do want to create content that people are engaging with and that they care about or they want to hear, you know, so you and you oh, don't yeah. know until you put it out, you know, whether or not it's good. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, some things will be received really, really well and other times not so much. But whenever you put it all out there and you start to see what people are engaging with, then you can kind of tailor the content, you know, to um, Mm -hmm. reflect what it is that people want to kind of hear you talking about. But unless you put it out there, you're not going to, you're not going to know. And like we say all the time, you know, if you're not doing it, your competitors are doing it and then they're going to be more engaging online than you are. And therefore you could potentially Mm. lose your customers to, to your competitors, you know, so we got to stop making excuses and find the time and find the confidence to to go with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, and it, <coughs> it's, look- it's more like, are going oh, ahead. Oh, no, work away. Just on that note, I, I was more thinking about where I used to be like, oh God, do I, do, do I look okay? No, I'm happy with how I look in this camera because I went and, you know, prepared myself. But there was times that I wouldn't have put content out because I was like, no, that looks too bad. Or even, you know, I, I've tried. I've got so much better, and I continue to try to be like, look, just throw it up. It's grand. Get it out. Do you know what I mean? Um, because it's gone in a minute. You know, even whenever it comes to like the reels that go out now, that there's so many of them, and like I can't sign off on every single one because I would be nitpicking through it. Where yeah. I'm just like, look, can somebody else sign off on those? If they look and sound good, and you you all know, like, just let let it go. You know, yeah, let it go. And one thing you said before, which is so true, you know, people will forgive um, like a bad visual, you know, if it's a, a bit grainy yeah. or whatever, or the background isn't sitting perfect, but they're they're not going to forgive bad sound. So that's the one thing yeah. to think about. Like, and it's not saying that you have to stand with a microphone. I mean, if you can get a microphone, do because they're cheap. You can plug them straight into your phone and it's no problem. But if you if you if you can't do that, at least just be in a quiet space where people can actually mm. hear what you're saying. Close the window. That's yeah, that's the big. Close thing. the window. Don't be beside like traffic. Like do there's certain things you can do. A lot of it comes down to common sense. Like I mean, all of it comes down to common sense, in my opinion. I'm just you know? thinking about a time whenever we were um, shooting and everything had been set up and organized to a T, and then next thing, start recording, and about thirty minutes in construction work starts across the road mm. and it was the oh, loudest no. drilling hammering yeah. you name it it was it was going on and we had to stop don't you know you have to yeah. make a call like if there's things you can plan so much but if something like that happens don't just continue on and then sure because you're going to wind people up something shocking if they're trying to listen to what you're yeah. saying and all they're hearing is you know drilling it's not it's not whenever we were making movies Whenever we were making movies, you not believe many times I went around to like a building site and was like, guys, can you give us like 30 minutes, you know, of silence? And they said, yeah. Like, I've never had a time where they said no. Never. I like, I've just said, like, hey, can you, is there any way that you could help out here? You know, if there's construction going on, sometimes we've got a location for a whole day and it's just like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. And we're like, look, what can we get in like an hour? 
and we just said I'm like what time do you take your lunch could you give us 30 minutes now you know what your tea break you know what time do you finish at and like communicating with them you know but for a movie it's completely different it's really 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 important do you know what I mean like because you go into post-production on a podcast or something we could have said like let's pause this for now and we'll come back tomorrow you know I'll just leave the setup setting and then just go from there you know yeah obviously a big film production crew guys will we just hold on for like a day you lose so much money in like a day you know and it is something that's like it's out of your control you know well (laughs) i thought that i was looking into kind of what the marketing trends for videos are in 2024 and so just for anybody out there who is creating video and wondering what video they should be creating or for people who haven't yet started creating videos just kind of running through the the kind of top things that um we should be doing with our videos in 2024 so the first one most obvious one is short form content so Mm -hmm. we don't have attention spans anymore people because of social media we literally want to see and get the information within like 15 seconds you know which is unfortunate but it's just the way it is so i think for moving forward obviously there's long form content that you can create you know but what you should be trying to do is ensuring that you're including short form content so 15 second videos to 60 second max um to get yeah. kind of your points across and you'll see that and you'll feel that yourself whenever you're on your social media channels and you're on that scroll hole and you literally give it a second and if it's not grabbed your attention you just fly on by so that's kind of yeah. what we're talking about there it's like keeping it short and sweet, if you can. Yep, keep it keep it short and sweet. Um, and then just, you know, keep it engaging as well. Like with loads of the apps right now, there's like you can put movement in, you can put text on, you can put B-roll on it. And it's quite easy to do, you know, um, if you ever need any help with doing that. Like we obviously provide that as a service, but it's so easy to do yourself. Like you don't, you know, a YouTube video can teach you how to do it, to be honest. But like, a lot of our clients that do it with us, like they want us to look after their video and stuff. They just, they don't want to. They, that's not a part of their, their wheelhouse and it's not something they want to do, you know. And sometimes people come to us because they don't have the confidence to create the videos or they don't know what to be creating. So we'll create a, a strategy for them in terms of what they should be yeah. saying and how they can do it. But in terms of actually creating the video yourself, you can prop up your phone like this is recording on my phone now. And you can then put that into an app. Like Matthew, you'd said one earlier, CapCut. Mm-hmm. And that'll yeah. add captions and everything to you, for you. And also Pre- Adobe Premiere, Premiere Pro, is it? Adobe. Um, we have like accounts on that. It's, it, it's, they've made it so easy for like drag and drop and cut through. And do you know, if you give it a go and you like it, that could be a job for you as well. Because people are always looking for editors and they're always looking for social media content creators. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might end up trying it for yourself and saying, do you want to know what? I actually kind of like this. I'm going to then, you know, help other people with it as well. Like, you know, I have so many people contact me all the time. I've got two really good guys at the minute working for us um, that, that are great at editing short form content, you know, have yeah. really good instincts and really good skill set. And literally that can just be you if it's short, you know, you can just be in front of your <coughs> camera and you can be talking about your product you can be explaining how it works or your service works. You can be talking about a member of the team. You could be giving a, an insight into the back behind the scenes, like whatever it is goes on in your, your business yeah. behind the scenes. Like there's so many little short so th- videos that you can create. 
And these are the main videos that you would want to do for your business if you're going to do like just, okay, what do I need for my business if I was going to say, if I was going to start it? You would want a introduction video of who you are, you know, what is it you do? What, you know, just like, hi, my name is Matthew. I'm the Bankhouse Media Group. Here's what we do. And it gives people an insight into it. So whenever they land on your page, if they don't want to read through it all, that they can watch a video that just press play and gives them all that information. Then you also want um, testimonials. If you can get testimonial videos for your business, record those. They're going to serve you so well. Hi, I use Bankhouse Media and I had a brilliant experience. Hi, I was, I'm at the Mindset and Marketing Academy and I'm having a ball. You know, whatever that may be, whenever they're coming through, it's going to help your business so much more. Then you want the third one is like for, uh, for as Sharon said, there's like the authority pieces on showing your expertise. So if you are have a sewing company, you want to show people how you do that. Like, why are you the best? What sets you apart? What brings you to the, be the best? Um, and then... Uh, and, and, you know, if you have those three types of videos, you'll be able to market your business anywhere, you know, um, your how to videos talking about the pains of what people are going through and how you solve them. Um, educational videos as well, teaching people, look, this is how you do this. Um, we have lots of different videos in each of these areas and they all do well for different reasons. Some will go viral and get like a lot of views. Some will get like smaller amount of views but it doesn't even matter if they get a small amount of views the thing is if someone is watching your introduction video and you have a hundred views on that that's a hundred more people that know what your business does that's a hundred more people that could potentially come in so if your cost of good is a hundred pounds and you converted 10 of those that's a thousand pounds you could potentially make out of those 100 views you know, so many people are caught up on subscribers and views and likes and reshares and all these different things. I could not, I could tell you now, there's been people actually watched my TikTok account, which does not have many followers and does not get a lot of views, but they liked the style of content that we shot and wanted that shot for their business. We got a really good sale just out of that. So putting content out, you don't always have to think, okay, it's not getting any views. I'm going to pull it down. Don't do that. Leave it up. Who cares? Let it, let it sit there. Um, because it's coming into like a vanity thing, get your ego out of the way and just get your everything out of the way and just leave the videos up and let them go because you have to build from somewhere. And, um, and that is something that I would suggest. But those four different types, introduction video, testimonials, how to, what you're working through your product, exactly what it is you do, and then educational. And I think that is something that you'll be able to have those dotted throughout your website, dotted throughout your social media. And if you stick to those four, you will definitely see more sales within your business. There's no question about it. No. And the thing is, if you're sharing them on Reels or on TikTok or whatever, and you're using the hashtags, you're getting more exposure as well. You know, it's not just people on your page that's seeing that. You know, a lot of the times if you've got a video on your website, um, you know, you have to bring people to your website to see it. But if you're creating Reels and TikToks, you know, there is algorithms there that will share that content based on, what somebody likes if you're adding the relevant hashtags or keywords or whatever so whenever you're uploading them make sure that you put the time in to add the hashtags add your description and all of that because then you're getting the additional exposure that the algorithms are going to do for you you know so mm-hmm. 100% it's something yeah that you need to if you're not doing it start doing it now and see what happens be consistent with it you know at least do one or two a week you know and just keep that going 
and then you will mm-hmm. see the results in the end. Short form video content was the first one that we just covered. Live mm-hmm. streaming, people want to see more live action from everybody in 2024. That's a difficult one, but I, it works. Do you know what? I have, see, so, see in lockdown, I wish I had done this, and I think I said this before in the podcast, I, was, I said, wonder what would happen if I just put like cameras in my apartment and streamed them? I know. Do you people know whenever would, I lived in the Oval? Look at Big Brother. How much do people love that? Do you remember you could log I in and just watch God. them at sleeping? Oh, Rachel used to watch them sleeping. See if I could have at that time. I wish I had done that. And even now, I'm thinking in this place, wonder could I just stream? I, I think that I would love to do that at some point. Even the other day where I was thinking about the last day that we were doing our podcast, filming with Yousef in Belfast, I was thinking we should have live streamed that as well. You know, mm. I was thinking that at the time. <clears throat> but um, but I didn't, obviously didn't, you know, didn't do that. Well, but we'll that hold something. our hands up here and say that we don't really, we don't do that. So that's one that we're going to do I want to start in 2024. Doing that. I want to start doing that. I'd love to live stream <clears throat> like literally 24-7. Get, and it's easy. You just go onto your social media platform and hit live and then it'll go mm-hmm. live. Now, obviously... Paul's right. Don't just go live for the sake of going live. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. the thing about going live is that just make sure a couple of things, make sure you announce it beforehand so people can kind of, now people will just jump on because the social channels actually pop up and say such and such has just went live, you know, to encourage people to like click in. But it is always good to give kind of your customer base or followers a bit of notice. So because if they want to to log in you know they'll they'll try and plan it so they're available at that time so try and announce it beforehand so that people know when to have that time free um, and then the other thing is define kind of the goal of the live you know don't just go on and start waffling you know so for example if the goal is I want to sell tickets to this event well that's easy so you're going to talk about you know when the event is the benefits to them of attending who it's for what kind of people would get the most out of it and um, talk a bit about the topics of the event, you know, all of that. Um, or if it's to um, why, why maybe don't, why sell. Don't we do, like, why don't we do this live, this <coughs> podcast live sometimes? Just like turn turn on the cameras and go live and do it. Could do. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Sorry to cut you off there. That's okay. Um, another one is like you could do a Q&A session. So the, the goal could be to answer or to potentially promote a product or service and you're going to do that through uh, a Q&A so you would go live and answer any questions or queries that your customer has about those products explain a bit about how it works you know do all of that kind of stuff so just define the goal first why are you going live and then ensure that the content relates to that um, and then you just Let, let's let's do like live. even a live I can even do like a solo one even to start with um someday whenever doing like question and answers mm-hmm. we have a couple because it was this it was this platform i must find out what was it was for streaming live on linkedin facebook instagram all at the same time so you can set it up i could set it up here with my cameras and then i can go live on all those channels at the same time nice yeah I, and another a girl, one debbie actually in my group <coughs> or in my circle i might actually um network i might reach out to her and see how to do that Another one, another tip for going live, maybe if you don't have too many followers yet or whatever, so you're thinking I'm not going to get the engagement, collaborate with somebody else for the live, you know, get somebody Mm -hmm. on who's maybe had an experience with your service or product, 
um, or is interested in it and wants to know more about it and then you can do it together you know mm-hmm. and then you're getting their followers as well um, so yeah that's all try and go live in 2024 okay brilliant the next one is um, we love this one because we obviously had Fernanda working with us Fernanda shout out hiya Mm-hmm. Um, and she was pushing this like crazy to us and um, it's s- sustainability storytelling so whenever you hear that you just think oh I'm just going to talk about what recycled like paper in my business how can I how can I bring that in but more and more you know consumers are more like environmentally aware and conscious so they want to know what your business is doing to be sustainable. So if you think about, and you see now that I've said that, right? Look at all of the adverts on the TV that you see now. And you'll find that a lot of them are somehow introducing a bit of st- sustainability there. So um, like Ikea done one recently with kids, right? So Ikea furniture is what they sell. But mm-hmm. they done a video with kids who were in their bedrooms, which was obviously IKEA bedrooms. But they weren't mm-hmm. talking anything about the furniture. They were talking about how um, the sea and kids feeling like you know there's pollution in the sea and the whales are eating rubbish. You know that kind of stuff. Nothing to do with the furniture at all. But mm. they're talking about how they are being more conscious of the environment, and they're doing it because. They know that people care about that. They want to see that a business cares. Now, it can be something as simple as, so if I'm thinking about us and how we would do that, well, we're an online marketing agency. We're like, we are like completely paper-free. Like we don't use any paper in the business whatsoever, you know? So we're trying to, we're reducing our impact that way. Now, there's times you can't, but it's, to be seen, to be caring, and to be doing what you can. I have, for I have the an electric car. You have an electric car. Mm, it mightn't. We minute. need to get like s- solar lights because these aren't solar lights lighting up my face right now. <laughs> no, we're happy enough using a bit of electricity. But um, yeah, so that that's one um, that's one thing. And then what so else is, is if you can? And the big thing here is, especially if you're like a, a company that either have products or are using packaging you can talk about that so easily because if you you're probably using sustainable packaging anyway because it's going to be cheaper for you and you talk about that you do a wee cool video saying showcasing your fun like class cool packaging and it's environmentally friendly those are the kind of things that people just want to see more of online so if you've got an opportunity to do it think about it and try and add it into the video content that you've got Next one, mm-hmm. two more left, is user-generated content. And what that means for anybody who doesn't know is obviously it, it's where you get your customers, a bit like testimonials um, that Matthew was talking about. You get your customers to record a video of their experience in working with you or using your product or using your service. Um, and then you obviously can share that. on. They'll be sharing it on their platforms tagging you and then you can share it on yours um like that does a million different things you know you're getting a, a wider reach especially if you're working 
with maybe some of your customers who have huge followers, but you're also building confidence in potential clients because you know, you're, you're proven the proof is in the pudding. There's people talking about how much they enjoyed that product or service. Like user generated content is like gold for businesses now. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, no, it is good. But it is hard to get because you're obviously relying on your client to, to, to take the yeah. time out and do that for you. So if, if you're struggling with getting that kind of information, then try and offer incentives for clients to do it because it, it will pay you back. You know, it could be like mm. 10% off your next order if you send us this video in or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. I don't know, but a free... Even, even if you pay like an influencer to do it, if you, work, if you have a, a relationship built with a series of online personalities and then are influencers and then they can um, generate the content then you can reshare it and repost it and do, um, what do you call it, where they do, like the, you join two of them together uh, or you just post like it on yours or post it on your stories. Or collaboration, or you run as an ad. If you run their, if you run their stuff as an ad, it's actually really, really good because you can take like one piece of content that they have made for you, you paid them for, or it was a collaboration, and then you can then run that as an ad for other people to see it, you know? Yeah, that's probably the biggest one you want to get. If if you're thinking about all of them, short form and the user-generated content. Um, yeah. Finally, the last one, um, it's not really a, a type of video. It's more that you had talked about at the start, Matthew, which is mm-hmm. tell a story, you know, don't oh, yeah. like try and now this isn't going to be every time, you know, sometimes you're going to do like a testimonial, which you don't really have the control over, or you're doing a, a how to video. Um, but where possible, try and tell a story within the content that you're creating. And <clears throat> by that, what we mean is where it evokes uh, some kind of emotion from the viewer. So that could be humor that could make it could make them laugh. Or it could be an inspiring or emotional video. <clears throat> it could be something that they that makes them feel empathetic towards you, or you know whatever it is, some kind of emotion. So think of mm-hmm. what it is that you're trying to do, and come up with a story around that that will evoke an emotion from your customer. Like one of the one of the best videos that now obviously this is just in Northern Ireland um, that that I seen last year was by, you've probably all seen it, um, for anyone who's in the north and south of Ireland, was I by... I think that went viral worldwide, though. Yeah. I think that went, it did, it got like, it went nuts. Like Charlie's Bar in Enniskillen. So it's this wee local pub. And they actually recorded it on their mobile phone for a start. And it was about, basically it just followed this guy. It was Christmas time and he'd come out of his house and then he went, he was an older man and he went to the grave to visit his wife. And then he was kind of trying to connect with people all the way to the, down the high street and nobody was engaging with him. So he was on his own. And then he went into the bar and there was a couple there with their wee dog and the wee dog run up to him. And then because the dog went up, that brought the couple over to talk to him. And then they sat down mm-hmm. and joined him for a drink. Um, and then I think, what did end? There are no strangers here, only friends you haven't met yet. That was kind of the the story that mm. they were telling and it went mental like yeah, it, it went got viral, like yeah. 
it was on the news and everything, like across the water. Yeah. Oh, no, it went, it went everywhere. That kind of reminds me of your pub that you go to, Pretty Mary's. Like, they bring their dogs in, and you always end up talking to people because they've got a dog. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You're like, oh, what's his name? Or what's going on? Or Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I definitely do think that, you know, telling some sort of storytelling, you know, I've been quite open in the past about various different things that have happened to me, just with addiction and, like, going bankrupt and actually losing everything. Um, which has been really, really difficult to talk about. You know what I mean? It's been very hard. Whenever to first do it, it was the hardest. But then, whenever I seen how it was received and how supported I was through those pro- through that those times, I thought, do you want to know what? That actually, that that feels good. You know what I mean? That that there's actually support out there. And then I got more confidence in sharing more. And then what happened then was the floodgates opened of people like engaging and you know, chatting about things. And I'm so glad I didn't. Or sorry, I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I did actually, like, do it. Because if I hadn't have done it, I don't think my business would have done as well. And I wasn't doing it for business at the time, by the way. And I'm never doing it for business, really. I just want people to sort of be more... Well, a couple of things. Number one, me talking online about addiction helps me fulfill my sobriety. It puts me under a tiny bit bit of pressure if I'm ever feeling like a bit ropey like a bit yeah. like oh god you know I would love to go and get blocked right now I will often talk about it on social media on my stories just so that gives me that little bit of a like I don't know that's how I use that specific part um but what happens whenever I do that is it opens up to like new people coming in meeting people like I've told this story so many times well, through my video that I put up I engage somebody follow me on social media end up chatting I was in Austin he lived in Austin we end up having breakfast and hanging out you know but we only met yeah. through that YouTube video you know, know. because we had well, a common that's... goal we were both like sober and both like on a journey you know and I think the thing as well is you know obviously as a business right you're putting videos out there because you're trying to get engagement and you're trying in the end running a business is about the profit, you know, that's what the business is for, unless you're a not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. That's not who's going to be listening to this. But so a lot of the time then you might feel like a bit of like anxiety or, or doubt or lack of confidence in creating videos because you just think, oh, I don't want to be like, you know, a pushy salesperson, you know, on mm-hmm. on the other end of the camera. And that's that's the beauty of it now. You don't you don't have to be in fact doing that's probably not going to do you any favors people are not going to engage with that you know whereas if you're able to tell a story like you did with you know your addiction like charlie's bar did like like all of these people do you're you're telling the truth and you're evoking an emotion which is leading people then to either purchase or you know and get in touch or whatever because they then know that they're going to get value because whatever feeling you've made them feel when they're watching that is what they want or what they can relate to, you know? So it's not Mm -hmm. as salesy as it once was. It's more like you're helping people. Well, I I follow people that I relate to. I buy off people that I relate to, you know? And and that's just the way it is. It's like I are people, usually I follow a lot of people that make, make me laugh. And then often I will listen to what they're doing and, and engage through it. Um, or people that inspire me, like sports sports personalities that are really 
passionate and driven. You know, I do like watching that as well, even though I'm not often, I'm not always into the sport that they play, but I do get into it because I'm actually inspired by that person, you know, um, their drive and their skill set and that, that type of stuff. And then what they sell, I end up buying. Do you know what I mean? And like, I I do, I genuinely, like I end up. But you're not, you probably most times don't regret the purchase either, you know, because no, you, don't at all. You were engaged like, yeah. in what was going on, and then you felt good about then the outcomes yeah. after that. Oh, there's like I, you know, as I, I, I always laugh. There's a basketball player that I always follow, and I think he's really inspirational. It's one of the reasons why I started drinking coffee again. He has a coffee brand. Do you know? I end up shopping in in the Grove at the weekend and buying new clothes because I'd seen them on his stories. You know, yeah, um, and and things like that. So. I we all are influenced by people that we're inspired by or that we can relate to. So if you can tell your story and relate to somebody, somebody that relates will will want to know what you're doing, how you're doing it, how you're going about it. Um and then what what will happen by default or by accident is is just like they will fall into your network and potentially buy the stuff that you're that you're selling. And it's not yeah. being sleazy sales. Because if you're selling something that you believe in, then other people believe in that as well. If you're just selling something you don't believe in, this isn't going to work for you. You can yeah. tell loads and loads of influencers and they'll go and sell all your stuff for you and that's how you do that. But telling your own story yourself, if you don't believe in it and you don't, and there's not a really good why behind it, this isn't for, don't do any of the stuff that I'm recommending because, you know. Yeah, and if anyone's ever struggling with a story, like where I find you can get, nuggets for ideas is in client testimonials you know if clients ever complete some feedback even like a google review or something and Mm -hmm. they'll literally outline you know all the benefits that they got from it and how you know they're they're, if it's a positive review of course um and they normally tell you things that you didn't even realize and then you can use that as the kind of crux to the story and then build the story around that because that's a real life story of somebody who has benefited from it and they're telling you why. So see if you can then relate or create a story around that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's all, it's, it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So get yourself but on yeah. the video. Yeah. So that's, I think the takeaway is guys get on the videos, short form, You've no lives excuse. if you can, yeah. user generated content, tell a story and always plan your content like have a goal in mind don't just post something for the sake of posting it yeah i think that's what sums it up it doesn't yeah, have to be super professional make sure you get your sound right yeah get the sound get them get a mic on amazon what is your uh, what's your plan for the rest of the evening i have to phone a larry and i my wee niece lives in england and whenever i phone her it's an hour so um yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing okay, next. Yeah. And then I'll have some dinner. What about you? Um, well, it's only like 25 past 10. So I'm going to go and I'm going to the gym now. I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to... It's Martin Luther King Day today. Oh, okay. So most of the places are like... I don't know. I think it's just all bit like post offices and stuff are closed. I think Amazon's uh, still Oh, like delivered. a bank holiday kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. But the gym and all still open. Yeah. So it was like a long weekend. I didn't know until today. 
one of my friends asked me, like, are you enjoying the extended weekend? And I said, well, didn't even know what he meant. I was like, I've been up from flipping half six and I've been on the phone from quarter, from quarter to seven. <laughs> well, you you'll know? have to get out and celebrate now, now that you know. Yeah, no, I'm going to go to, I'm going <clears> to <throat> go to the gym and then I'm going to meet a mate for lunch. So yeah, excited nice. to get started. But um, yeah, so that's it for this week guys uh thank you so much for watching i hope you took something from that anything you want any queries around anything please do reach out and speak to either myself or sharon or one of the team and yeah we'd be glad to help so thank you for watching and we will see you on the next one bye see you